0: the Billowing Hilltop Podcast. I'm here with Stuart and Mike. Hello, Stuart and Mike. Hello, Mike. Hello, other and Mike. Mike. And come in, come in. Uh, mind your heads. Come into the command pod. This is our little base of operations. Uh, avoid the little taped-off area, if you will. Another bit of Paul fell off in the <laughs> week. And we're waiting for that to be... Um, and don't touch... Uh, don't touch that. Yeah, that's the cupboard where we keep Burple's uh, secret backstory. <laughs> it's a little bit cramped in here. You can see, though, off that way is where all of the recording gets done. There's the broom cupboard over there. Anyway, now, Michael Stewart, you've come in to talk to me about your game, uh, Halcyon Days, Motorcycle Nights. Days, D-A-Z-E, Nights with a K. That's Have I got that bit right?
1: No, well, it, previously, we've, we've actually been having a little talk about it, and we decided that whilst we liked the initials HDMK, we weren't entirely sold on... On the name, so we've decided to change it to Hilltop Declares Mike King. Um, <laughs> no. oh, I'm very happy about that. But I'm suspecting you're talking craven, about the other Mike. Craven
0: behaviour. <laughs> I don't know anything about uh, motorbikes. So tell me about the game. What is it that's inspired you to to put it together?
1: Mike got in touch with me because he had an idea for a game. Mike is a motorbike man. I'm I'm not a mo. I look like a motorbike man. But I'm not a motorbike man. I'm just a normal human man. Yes. And Mike got in touch with me because he had an idea for a game set in the world of uh, loud bikes and loud music. And uh, he knows about loud bikes, and what he needed was a, a loud music man. And I, I fit that bill. Um, right. I don't think you need to know anything about motorbikes to, to play this game. That's lucky. I know nothing about motorbikes. All I know is that when I was 15 years old, my mother said I was never allowed to ride a motorbike. And because I'm a good boy, I've never ridden a motorbike. But it certainly doesn't hamper your enjoyment of the game. Have you ridden a moped? I've never ridden anything. Oh. I've never ridden anything with two wheels and an engine. <laughs> I've ridden. I've
2: ridden. I've ridden a moped. I'm just terrified of motorbikes.
1: I'm just terrified of, I don't know, all those public
0: safety films.
2: We could, I guess, do an expansion, couldn't we? Sort of moped. (laughs) Yeah, 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 very different flavour. Very different energy. It fits the initials. (laughs) It's maybe not quite as cool.
0: No, well, I don't know. I've read a little bit of the the rules that you very kindly kind of shared with me earlier. The motorcycle thing is a theme, right? I mean, it's effectively, it's like, it's an emblem for a particular kind of, well, Maybe talk
1: about that. A particular kind of place and time. Yeah. The game's set in a, a fictional anonymous midwestern American town and we, we decided to call it Red Oaks because that was the, the sort of name that we felt fitted. Right. Originally originally it was going to be Red Oaks, Illinois and then we removed any kind of clarification on the state so that it could be more anonymous. Yeah it could be anywhere yeah. you want it to be. Yeah, Got it. The game evokes a kind of feeling of the late 70s early 80s small town yep. USA TV programs yep. that we all grew up watching, even things that are on TV now, like your, your Stranger Things, yeah. small towns where where not much happens, but when it does happen, it, it's quite big. And that's what yes. we wanted to to make it feel like. It's a storytelling game, and we wanted to tell the kinds of stories that we enjoyed watching on TV when we were kids, or in Mike's case, when we were young adults.
0: And <laughs> oh, hey, yeah, a <laughs> fucker, I, I, Mike and I are about the same age, Stuart. I think.
1: <laughs> Look, it's not very often that I get to be the young person, so I'm I'm gonna no, I'm gonna absolutely true. flex my youth at 43 years of oh, age. I'm now. flexing my youth. Yeah. That's a problem, uh, Mike. <laughs> these people
0: nowadays,
3: I fear for the it's future. I
0: really when you do. Let
2: the kids involved.
0: <laughs> and how does how does the name relate to the game? If you see what I mean. I mean, apart from the motorcycle bit.
2: Well, let me just cover off just a little bit about yeah. the mechanics, and then we'll, we'll we'll get into into that. And let me take a moment. So what what you're going to do is you're going to create a set of very lightweight characters we've timed the, the creation of a character down to about five or ten minutes so it's it's not going to take a huge amount of time you don't roll any dice you give your character three or four assets and these are concepts so what drives the character a trouble what yeah troubles the character and some relationships and those relationships are how you deal with other characters within the group And how you deal with NPCs and people that you bump into in the Red Oaks world. Those assets define how you interact. Everybody has also got skills. So you you would do a buddy check or a bullshit check just to see how well you interact with those things that you're you're using. Are we talking things with numbers attached to them? How does it work? Your concepts, your troubles, your relationships don't have... Don't have numbers attached to them. Your skills do. Your skills tell you yeah. how good you are at something. So you might be an expert bullshitter yeah. and a fabulous easy rider. So you can ride a motorcycle and tell an amazing yeah. story. You might not be great at, oh, I don't know, breaking and entering. Or you might not have a, a big network of people. So you'd have lower numbers in yeah. in those. We split the day down into two sections uh, a halcyon days which is your daytime phase and your motorcycle nights which is your nighttime phase this is great during the day you use your character concepts troubles relationships to interact with people to set up what we call conditions which you will then take into the nighttime to use so for example we're going to create a condition during the day we'll call it a picked lock okay so the jail door the back entrance yep. to the jail during the day yep. we're going to go down there and we're going to stick a piece of gum into the the mechanical lock and we will create a condition on that door of picked lock or broken lock or something like that now later on yeah. we're going to use that condition associated with a skill check to break into the the jail because we need to yes we need to bust jimmy fingers out because we need his bike skills to help us with Something else. So we can gonna wonder
0: with a name like that. I wonder why Jimmy Fingers is in jail in the first place. But anyway, pops <laughs> yep.
2: up a lot, does Jimmy? When they make the film of Halcyon Days Motorcycle Nights, I see Jimmy Fingers being played by Johnny. If I'm honest, am oh, Johnny. Oh, no, Johnny, Johnny. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Johnny's not allowed to
0: um, mix with other people. <laughs> so you're like in terms of stories, it's almost like acts, right? You've got like a daytime act where I don't know, you exploit relationships and you set things up for the for the adventure part of the act, uh, the second act, right? I mean, is that
2: that's that's almost exactly Roughly. it. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And when you talk about the story, you've not mentioned to me so far any concept of a GM or whatever, somebody sitting behind a screen? There is
2: no GM. It's a it's a completely right. GMless game. You make the story up amongst yourselves. In fact, actually, Stuart, I don't know if you want to talk a bit about the music side of things because I think that plays nicely into the GM.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we decided that in our experience, the worst thing about any role-playing game is having to have a DM or a GM. I think without exception, DMs and GMs are just appalling humans. So what what we wanted to do was was Replace that Fuck. kind of oh. worst part of humanity with music, which is, you know, the greatest <laughs> achievement of humanity. So, which, no. which I suppose is where yeah. I come in because I'm allegedly a musician. And mm. <laughs> we wanted to make music absolutely be at the heart of everything in HDMK. Yeah. As far as we're aware, we don't think there's another game that comes with the soundtrack, and our game does come with the soundtrack that's going to be released with the game but also when you play the game you create your own soundtrack so when you mentioned before about acts I think that playing Halcyon Days is like it's like making a film with your mates. So you've got acts, you've got a soundtrack. Right. When you play the game, it's you're only playing it over the the length of time that it takes to watch a film. You can make a you can play a comedy game of HDMK. You can play a, a kind of loose yes. horror game. You can play an action version. And the way that music is at the heart of it is you, you don't win or lose in in this game because. Right. Tell me, I'm crazy, but. The point of playing a game is to have fun. It's not to win or lose. It's to have fun. It's to tell a story. It's to have a laugh. And we believe that sometimes... A f- if you say so, Stuart. Yeah. <laughs> Fine.
2: What a crazy idea, eh? I mean, yeah. He lost Fa- me with fail- the whole GM thing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I, but I, I, sh- surely. I mean... I, Hilltop declares... i was letting
0: what- him burble on. I haven't been paying attention for the last sort of two or three minutes. I've been- <laughs> Fuming. (laughs) And how much of the... So how does the music play into it? I mean, does it frame the story? Does it... I don't know. Absolutely.
1: So one of the first things that you do when you decide when you're going to have a game of Halcyon Days is that you choose an album or you put a playlist together. So you choose a number of songs based on some variables. How many of you are playing? And then each person needs one song on that playlist or the album per day and night phase that you're going to play so if you want a quick game you want to play for an hour you just do one day and night do you want to play for a few hours you do three days and nights if there's four of you playing and you're doing a three-day game four people three days you need a 12-song album or a 12-song playlist got it ideally you want to choose songs that have got names that are evocative and and maybe even fit in with the kind of story that you want to tell so yes when you try and achieve something in the evening what you can do is link what you're trying to do to a song title from your playlist or your album let's say we've chosen live and dangerous by thin lizzie fantastic live album Right. And one of the songs on there is Jailbreak. Tonight there's gonna be a jailbreak somewhere in this town. No one's quite sure where the jailbreak's gonna be, but it's somewhere in the town. And what we can do is we're gonna break this lock to get Jimmy Fingers out of prison. And we can say before we try and do this, we're gonna try and hit one of our song titles. And if we succeed, it's a hit and we won that song title. If we fail on that skill, check, and we don't break him out, we don't break the lock, it's it's a miss and we lose that song title. And it doesn't matter to the game because the failure can sometimes make the story even more engaging. But what we're trying to do is every day, each person is trying to tick off A song title from that playlist or the album if you've got a 12-song playlist and you get to the end of the three days and you haven't ticked any of them off doesn't matter if you've ticked them all off congratulations you've won the game but the songs form the narrative and the success success mechanism of the game. So this is making sense to me, but it is very different
0: from the kind of games I'm used to. But if I've got this right, you use the tracks on the album as waypoints or whatever to guide you as together you organise a story between you that you play out in two acts Am I close? Yeah. But the general kind of theme and setting is that 1970s slightly soft focus TV land of the small town. Okay cool. Yeah. And there's a third creator involved in this who's not with us in the command pod.
1: uh, Ross. Tell me about Ross and what he contributes. Tell me about the artwork. So Ross is someone that we found on Twitter. He draws these incredible illustrations. What we didn't want because of the kind of 70s aesthetic of this game were super modern digital illustrations what we wanted were the kind of illustrations we remember in fanzines and you know hand hand drawn images that make us think of rock music and that period of time And we found Ross, and he's been an absolute creative whirlwind in terms of writing the rules. Ross's art has been so influential in terms of me composing music for the soundtrack. His art has been so influential there as well. It's at the heart of everything in the game as well. You know, the three people that have created this game, I'm a musician, Ross is an artist, and Mike's a writer. All three of those elements are absolutely vital to what the game is. You know, the art is at the heart of it we want people to feel drawn into this world through the characters it's not even just down to to the art you know little things like ross has fleshed out the lore of the world so much he's decided that he wants to be a particular beer in the town. He wants there to be a particular shop, all these different things, because he's come up with a drawing and a pun. Just amazing artwork. Yeah, yeah we've been incredibly lucky
2: yeah. with getting Ross on board.
0: I've seen some of Ross's stuff around the game. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's very evocative. It definitely kind of sets an aesthetic. You have the music, you have the art. We're talking about effectively something where a group of friends can get together for an evening and have a night of sort of music and adventure that collaboratively tell a story is that basically what we're talking about
2: yeah that's exactly it Yeah. so
0: what do i do now where are we with the game are you how do i get a hold of it
2: we decided fairly early on we didn't just want to do this as a, as a pdf that people could go off and buy right we wanted it to be a full-on almost like an immersive experience so we have decided to go via the kickstarter route we yes. are launching the kickstarter proper on the 11th of april very appropriate motorbike Look, stuff yeah absolutely absolutely this thing isn't just thrown together is it we're producing a physical product that we are yeah genuinely very excited about a physical book nicely printed we are doing some bespoke dice i mean Ooh. everybody likes dice we're having good quality components chips and chitties and all the bits that you'd expect in um in a game there is yeah. also a rumor that this is Bardcore and the motorcycle knights they were fabulous when they played the j turn bar on the sunset strip in uh, red oaks i understand that there's a possibility that we might be able to get some t-shirt and physical cd merchandise to supplement wow. that so um uh, if you if you didn't excellent yeah if you didn't get a chance to see it and now's your opportunity to buy a tour t-shirt and CD of the event. You know, for an old school
0: gamer like me, I just think this sounds like a really interesting concept—a collaborative a storytelling. I, I completely get the aesthetic. I completely get the setting, and the idea of Red Oaks, small town America. I'm not into motorbikes, but I get the sense that I don't need to be in order to enjoy what you're putting together. Readers, I implore and advise you to find out more about Halcyon Days Motorcycle Nights. If you open your podcast app now, you'll be able to find all the links you need in the show notes, or you'll be able to find everything you need on Kickstarter from the 11th of April. Stuart and Mike, thank you. Thanks for coming in. Well, thanks Thanks for for having us us on. It was very interesting to hear about your game. Readers, as always, it's very helpful if you rate us or review us on your podcast app of choice. You can find us on Twitter at Billowing Hilltop. You can find us on Facebook. Or you can email us at hello at billowinghilltop.com and we will stuff your letter into Paul's expansive bag. (laughs) Grow up at the back. But that's it. I have no other news or information, so let us push on with episode 84 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast. You'll never walk alone.
4: Oh, it seems like Rachman's not interested in us at all.
5: No, no, we're not really so the main
4: path. No,
3: feud. Between. It looks like we're going to join,
5: except of course, when we get the crystal out and start what crushing it. What have to it, do it again? Can anybody remember? We have to do something with the crystal.
3: Nobody can remember,
4: though.
5: What? What to do with the crystal? Yeah, it we have disrupts. to. disrupts. Crush it.
4: Crush it. Yes, you
5: have to break the on crystal. On
3: the thing next to it. Uh,
5: we reckon somewhere near it.
3: Okay. Yes, we said within, within something like 50 feet or something like that destroying the crystal. I've got a note here in the worm plot. Destroying crystal will disrupt undead. Mm. I and mean, I'm down to 27 hit points. I've just been soaking up damage.
5: Yeah, I'm only on 34. I'm going to need some... I have to admit, I was trying to avoid the centre, because the centre square... Did he say 15-foot radius? I'm mm, feeling
6: okay. I'm much closer to it than I had um, wanted yes, to
5: be. that's <laughs> what I felt as well, because... Uh...
6: Well, it is what it is. radius would be...
0: Uh, good evening, everybody. Good evening. Evening. Hello, everybody. Good evening. Uh-huh. Welcome to the Blowing Hilltop podcast. Good evening. Does anyone want to do a recap? Uh, the worm has shed? emerged. The worm has emerged. The worm That's exactly has it. emerged. As we predicted. As you predicted. We're deep in the fight with Filge's creations. Seem like they're vengeful, revenant, undead, something, whatever's. matter what are Sheriff Cubbins, the vengeful spirit, and Grimbold Flange, who you've just um, slain, but at the point where you... Slew, Slade, grimbold the center of the arena has burst open and from a pit within this giant grub the grub from the shrine below has emerged out into the open air clouds dark clouds boil above your heads rachnian is standing on his throne pointing at chang Fankum, choo Fankham. saying something to the words to the effect that this is the champion you seek o apostle of Chios. and the worm seems to have reacted to those words that is basically where we left things cubbins has acted has acted grimbold has acted the worm i'm saying that's the worm's action it's emergement yes yes, yes. it's surrounded let me just uh, put it on the map for you Go. Oh, it's surrounded what? by tendrils cilia it's much sillier than you can imagine basically a kind of cloud or frenzy of tendrils that surround it whipping about, you feel that they are going to be a problem for you. First of all, you feel that being within them may be damaging. Second of all, you think that being within them may be distracting in terms of your actions and attacks. The thing itself is absolutely gargantuan. For the benefit of our readers, it has a 25-foot base on our map, it rearing ooh, 40, 50 feet into the air with an enormous mouth. You could park a bus in that mouth. But that is it for it, and we are going to pick up on 17 with Sessions EPA. You yeah. are standing at the foot of this thing. Can I just check and see? Before you do anything, you start your turn... First of all, you're going to ask me a question about um, Spirit Guardians, aren't you? Uh, Yeah, why not? It entered your Spirit Guardians. I cannot Mm. think of why that would not be a problem for it. I'm just going to double-check something. Saving Uh, throw? Just give me a second here. No, fine. So what is the saving
6: throw that it has to make? When it first enters, it has to make a DC 16 Wisdom saving throw.
0: It rolls a 12 and makes that saving throw so it's, does that mean to take half damage
6: takes half damage oh nine radiance yeah. i
0: mean you can't really tell to be honest it's so gargantuan you can't tell whether or not they really had any effect on it now what does sessions want to do
6: you said something about these tendrils being distracting and
0: yes you think that you might find certainly attacks might be more difficult as a result of these tendrils, attack movement. Oh, and if you st- and you're starting your turn, your movement is fine, but you take the following slashing damage from the tendrils when you start your turn within their radius. You take four points of slashing damage. Okay. No save? No, it's just the horrible tendrils whipping around.
5: D12. Okay, but.
0: Okay. Um, uh, I mean, uh, well, Spirit Guardian is, is the same
5: sort of thing, but you get a save on that. Dexterity. Oh, five points, so I have to no make right, a
6: concentration. No uh, save you do a DC 10 concentration check. Yeah, yep. DC 10 concentration. There check. are
0: literally millions of these tendrils I get a sort of 19. A around so it. that's
6: okay. okay so you're fine then yep. I think I yep. will take the disengage action and yep. uh, move out of the radius uh, and away from Cubbins. And away from Cubbins. Running
0: over towards the throne.
6: Yeah, generally. I mean, the fastest route out. Yeah,
0: yeah fastest route out. Okay. Uh, are they on 14. Just as a
6: question, yes. are the judges yeah. being damaged? We haven't established that well, yet. doesn't really matter anymore. But... Um,
0: well, that's a good point. <laughs> but we'll... Yeah, we haven't established that yet because the judges haven't yet acted, but we will worry about that in a moment. On fourteen, it's Uncle Baggy. Uncle boogie
4: uh, Right, I'm going to start raging. I'm going to take yep. the gem out,
6: the, the shard,
4: crystal, the crystal shard. I'm going to show it to Rakniin. And then I'm going to smash it Uh, with my axe.
0: He visibly recoils. He looks astonished.
4: And then I put it on the ground. Not
0: crestfallen so much. Not like all is lost, but just like... But also he's got that look again. (laughs) Yeah. Every time Uncle Buggy comes up into the arena... He takes the head or trophy of some important Rachnian ally, branches his head, yeah? this time instead. Mm. It's, the, it's the kryptonite crystal. Of, I give him of a gap to plan grip. ruination. Yeah, that you've got. So you've got to branch that. Yeah, he just looks like oh him. him what, it, it's the it, that bloody Hobbit again with his bloody trophies. And I put him on, on the ground. i smash Draper it with my axe. You're sure that's what you're going to do? Uh,
3: Do it, do it.
4: Unless anybody says otherwise very quickly. Do it, do it.
0: Smash it in what? your hand. I thought you, I thought that was... Uh, well, can I crush it with my hand? or? Eligos said that you could just dash it against the gr- uh, the floor, but then her floor is like a hardwood floor, whereas the sand of the arena, you wouldn't
7: be certain that if you oh, threw it I think it, it, the looks, floor it sounds it a smash. bit more
0: uh, dramatic if I smash it with the
4: axe.
7: Yeah, go for right it. Right
4: next to the worm.
7: Or stamp on it.
4: Right. Is that the no, wrong thing to do? Like no. Do it, do it. Just, just do Mike's it. Mike's obviously got a problem with it, but well, let's find out what that is. Yeah, Mike's sort of hinting that I'm doing the wrong thing here.
0: No, he's not. No, I just sort to be... It's always this thing with... It's. it's be, I'm going to say this. It's because, um, Johnny... What?
4: <laughs> <Mort, laughs> Slippery uh, as you an eel. often...
0: Yes, you're slippery as an eel. Exactly. I just wanted to be absolutely emphatically crystal clear that that's what you were doing. There was no, if something happened that was not necessarily <laughs> what you wanted to happen when you smashed it, you didn't go, really, I put it on the ground first and then I kind of leant on it just to make sure it was going to, be, you know,
4: I want absolutely certain. I'm lifting it up, showing it right in, yeah. giving him a gap tooth grin,
0: putting it on the ground yes. Yes. and then
4: smashing it with my axe.
0: Is that clear enough? Okay. Uh, yes, Rachnion seems visibly relieved when you do that. Uh, the crystal shatters, and a sort of burst of green energy spreads everywhere. Mm. Let's just have a look and see what effect that has on things around it. Why uh, is he visibly thing. relieved? You're not sure. I've done the wrong uh, thing. Okay. That's a saving saving throw don't tell me Eligos land. has
5: been leading us down the garden path as well. Grimble. Fuck's
0: sake. Uh, Grimble's already dead. What am I doing? That could be Cubbins. Cubbins looks like he's failed his saving throw. You don't seem to feel any ill effect from this green kind of burst of energy. Watch has made her saving throw. There seems to be a sort of colossal wave of weird necrotic green magic energy that washes over the whole of the stadium floor pretty much reaches right to the edge. You guys are not affected by it. Disrupt. Um, when mean, you feel it roll over you. Yes, exactly. It's like a kind of undead disruption thing. Cubbins is just blown apart. There's just nothing of him left. He breaks apart into like fragments, into like trails of himself, and is just gone. Wodge staggers but survives. Mm-hmm. The worm looks like it. It kind of. It kind of hisses. It kind of waves it sort of sways as this green energy rushes over it but it's not destroyed it looks like it sort of throws off the (sighs) thing that's what that's what you see that's what happens
4: okay and then i'm moving okay do i think it's got enough reach to
0: get me if i move you think it does yes you think it looks like it's got quite a lot of reach um Mm,
4: okay has it got a back i mean can i jump on it without it
0: going anywhere near its mouth, if you um, know what you mean. No, not in that sense. I mean, you don't know whether or not how flexible it is, how able it is to be able to get at bits of itself, but it's basically a tube with a mouth at one end.
4: So I can't jump on... I
0: mean, then the, And the mouth is 40 feet above you, you know. Also, you take some um, damage. I forgot to roll your slashing damage. The tendrils do five points of slashing damage on you. Obviously, you're. did you rage? Yeah. Yes. You think this thing can reach at least... From where it's sort of emerging from the hole, at least ten, maybe more feet at least in terms of reach.
4: Okay, and my spiritual weapon. I can't quite move up to Madame Watch, but I'll move it in her direction.
0: So you're stepping away from Grimbold, stepping away from the worm or not? Or are you staying where you are? I'll just get an attack of opportunity, won't
4: I? So gotta stay mm-hmm. there. Is there you're anything standing left...
0: there under the shadow of this thing? Yeah,
4: is there anything left of the crystal shard? It's
0: just bits of sort of glittery fragments looks like it's lost. It's no longer glowing. It looks like whatever charge it was carrying has, mm. has gone. Okay. Alright, this might go. Next on 14. D. Now. Grimbelb's
3: dead so what am I frightened of?
0: You're not frightened. You are fine. What do you want to do?
3: Bearing in mind that Sessions has got the spell around him. The whirly. Hmm spell Mm -hmm. the guardian spirit gardens and d is not protected of them yes you are am i yeah Mm -hmm. i
0: didn't think i was no sessions could see everybody when he cast it he made
6: that point including the judges yeah yeah was very specific
3: oh marvelous in which case alessandra is gonna quickly run to the side of Sessions, the north side of Sessions, outside the reach of the nasties, and he's going to take a quick mm-hmm. pot shot at the worm, at this thing. Yeah, why not? You're going to
7: ignore the other one. Ignore the other one? What? Ignore Madame Watch.
3: Yes, I can't. I can't do enough to her, and I'm getting absolutely belted by her scream at the moment. Hitting armor class 16. Yep, yeah, that's a hit. Bloody is young. it a magical crossbow? It is. Crossbow. It's a plus one crossbow. Yeah. 10 points of damage. There's no sneak attack going on there, is there? Because there's nobody within five that's foot right.
0: of it. No, there's nobody within five And I don't feet have an advantage right. on attack on it. So it looked a bit like it had been a bit wounded by the green explosion and now it looks like it's been a bit further wounded by your attentions.
3: It's um, a bit it wounded. Oh, a- is that it? Has it had an attack action yet? No, has it?
0: Had, it has had no action at all yet, hasn't it? It has had an action. Yes, it. It's moved into the into the battle. Into so it doesn't. Fight. I don't have a. What I'm kind of getting is, I don't have an assassinate attack on it. I don't think you do. No, in the sense that you're not you're not catching it unawares. It's it's an active knowing. I'm just yeah, a look, just checking. That, it has it, has it,
3: it's, it's taken a turn in the combat okay yes all right yeah, i said enough
4: i'm just wondering if i if it's this swallows things whole and if it swallowed me whole and then i broke the gem inside it that's
3: probably what i had to kill it quite think. possibly
0: anything else from no no Sandra? no. she's good purple on
7: 13. so you're feeling pleasingly distant from this thing. yeah this other one the madame watch how what's the condition of madame wodge well, she looks like she's been quite severely damaged
0: by the green energy burst when Buggy smashed the crystal, yeah.
7: but she survived it. Okay, I'll do Dissonant Whispers on Madam on Watch, which does 3d8. Uh, wisdom save DC 15. I'm saying you can probably see her. Yeah, okay. 11. From where you are. 11 points, save a- to half. Well, I can move out. Uh- that yeah, wisdom save. She fails that save. That's a critical fail. Points. So 11 points of damage, and she has to move away from me. Has to use her reaction. Yes.
0: Got it. I presume that she runs along the face of the throne bit. Yep. And runs up towards sort of where Sessions and Didi are.
5: Do
7: you yes. And climb up and start attacking
0: the crowd. I don't know that she would do that. She's not necessarily a climber. No. She just needs to move reasonably away from you, right? Yeah.
7: Anything else from Burple, Herbie? <sighs> um. I want... So, so this this illusion thing... Yes. It's an illusion. Well, you don't know what it is. Don't I? Or rather,
0: it seems to be insubstantial. Yeah. Like a projection of some sort. Yeah.
7: I've interacted with
0: it, so... Yes, your sword has gone through it. You know... It for what it is. It's definitely not filch. Or if it is filch, filch just you know yeah. very thin. All right, uh, Parker. If it is a real Parker, on twelve. This thing is looming over yeah. you, Parker. You feel you're comfortably within the reach of its
5: enormous maw. Do your damage first. That's the first thing.
0: Yes, of course. Yes, yes, yes. D twelve. Here we go. Lovely. It's very exciting. This I get I no
5: saves oh, or anything oh. on that. Oh, it no. No. I got One evasion. No, 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 no. Okay, One point of damage. Good. Well, that's done. Just a couple of questions. How high up is the um is the DS on which Rachnion is standing?
0: I think it's a fifteen foot climb up to the top up to the parapet, yeah.
5: Right. Okay, I can make that with a jump. Who else is on this dais with Rachnian?
0: Well, I mean, it's the broil box. So there's like the sort of great and the good, although you know that a lot of the really great and good flee Evenstar during the Festival of Misrule because they don't like the whole mm. master becomes servant, servant becomes master bit. But you see and you think in the, in the shadows behind the throne, mm-hmm. you can see Sevriana and Cuthbert. Um, amongst the other esteemed people. And there's Ocaral, who's standing next to Ragnion, and Rachnion standing on his throne, still in a sort of state of transported, ecstatic crazedness.
5: Right. I'm going to give something a go. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to have a whack at oh, this God, thing.
0: You like that sentence? <laughs> okay, yep. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, your fangs of the what's it? No, yeah. hold, no, hold on. So it's ten foot away, right? It is uh, five feet away from you.
5: Yeah, so we will use the fangs of the fire snake and make an attack against it. Okay, you're attacking at disadvantage because of the tendrils. Well, that's a miss anyway. Yeah. But that doesn't matter because of my mobile feet. I can now move away from it without provoking an attack of opportunity. And then I will yep. basically, I will move to the podium, jump up onto yep. the podium and yes. do the rest of my Fangs of Fire Snake attacks on Rachnion. Oh, Ooh, gracious. Like okay, like
0: that. The crown of roll D6, the higher, the better for you guys. Oh, no. Well, they don't like that, though. Ragnion is the master of games. He is the oh, man who brings the can. magic. <laughs> and Parker jumping up and starting to welly into yeah. the master of ceremonies is regarded as bad form. But there we doesn't are. doesn't
5: matter. 18. Uh, oh, that's a hit. That's, so doing six points of damage. 23 for seven points of damage. Yep. And 13 the total, yeah. And then finally, oh, a nine.
0: Mm, that's a miss. Okay.
5: And then once I've done that, I will drop back down again right any advice guys where where one should move to Uh,
3: no my kind of view is that as long as you don't get in between it and the chunk phantom because I'm assuming it's going to head in that direction but I don't once I've
5: dropped down and Mm -hmm. when the people on the DS can't see me I yes. move down along the edge of the DS basically on so you're counter.
0: running along the front of the, yeah. of the royal but, but, box area yeah, yeah. But
5: like up against the front so yes, unless yes, they're actually pressed really... up
0: against the wall so they can't see yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: and that's my go how much do you do on Reckonion? is he still yeah. alive? Or... yeah Yeah, well, I'm well, he's on, probably well, a quite powerful mage I'm guessing 13 points of damage isn't really going to I just wanted to see does he have to make any concentration checks or anything like that?
0: not that you Go no off.
5: Okay.
0: Keep it there was absolute mayhem in the Royal Box when he popped up, started smacking the Master of Ceremonies, right? I mean, imagine, <laughs> yeah. right? If. Um,
5: yeah, of course. they If, they if can Raphael the yeah. was to leap up into the Royal Box,
0: and start. <laughs> well, it does happen a Cantonar style <laughs> attack on yeah. the.
5: Yeah, the duke well, of kent give him something to think you'd about
0: you'd have you know elton john clambering back over his seat to avoid the damage yep. yeah cliff richard you know breaking <laughs> into song it would be absolute mayhem complete bedlam absolute bedlam in the crowd now a uh, loads of the crowd are spilling over the edges of the <laughs> of the arena yeah. So they're climbing up the seats backwards yeah. and then trying to head to the exits there. People are clambering over each other. But, I mean, there are a kind of ghoulish cohort of people mm. who are fascinated by this thing. I mean, that worm is big, but if you're right at the back of the arena, you might be feeling pretty safe. Yeah. And this is fantastic entertainment. <laughs> An interesting choice of round and we move on. First thing that happens, Rachnian appears on the parapet, swaying, maniacal, on the edge of the royal box points down at you, Parker, screeches at this worm.
5: Kill the
0: half-orc. That will be the sacrifice that you seek. <laughs> oh dear. That's the first thing that happens. The second thing that happens is that the stewards take damage from the awful tendrils. They take, well, <laughs> they take, like, no damage. <laughs> but then they start frantically pointing at this worm and going, Disqualified! He's disqualified! Disqualified! and they start <laughs> running away from it <laughs> as fast as their chubby little legs can carry them Talabir stands up in the royal box he's just pointing he looks like you're disqualified pointing at the worm and he points down at Parker you're disqualified Ocaral jumps up onto the parapet looks like he's sizing up the drop Parker as to whether or not he feels he can jump down Fankum. On the other side, looks at all of you and a little smile plays across his face. And then he just starts working his way back up through the players area into the main seating, clambering up towards the edge of the stadium and away from everything. The gnomes looked absolutely shell-shocked. They start piling for the little entrance, like they're heading want to head back to the scenery, probably to get their you know, magical suits of armor or just run for, what it, a bunch run of for their cowards? very lives. Now I think much of the charge. Is next. She looks at you, Dee and Dee, Sessions, and she says,
6: and funny woman,
0: And she screeches at you out of the weird hole in her For neck, God's and sake. you both must make Constitution saves, DC thirteen.
6: No. Okay. And Sessions, no. I'll use my luck, I think, to roll again. Oh fucking hell. no. No dear is this a bad thing right i have to I use mean, my aut dice guys what does this do does anyone remember well if you save it you get 10 points of damage 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 is it mm, it's uh, psychic, psychic damage. damage psychic damage well i might need my um oh aut dice is that what you're thinking yeah yeah yet? for later oh okay I'll have to accept my fail for now. You both immediately drop to
0: naught hit points. <gasps> oh, <Jesus. laughs> uh, and you are making death saving throws.
6: What? That was a mistake then.
0: Next, it is the worm. The worm swivels. It
7: doesn't turn then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Clambers out of the hole. Starts working its way towards Parker. Now, it's gargantuan, Buggy. It doesn't look like it's particularly interested in you. It just walks over you. Would you like an attack of opportunity as it rumbles over you? Yeah. 11. There's a miss. It attacks Parker. It's going to try and bite you. Oof. It hits armor class 25, Parker.
6: Ouch. Plus 13.
0: Yeah, that's a hit. You take the following piercing damage. I'm just going to do straight damage. It's going to be so much easier. 27 piercing damage <laughs> and up. 10 necrotic damage. Shit. And can you give me a DC 19 dexterity saving throw? Oh.
5: Okay. Swallowed whole. So is this yes. a Dex? Mm-hmm. I just need to check. Whenever, when you subscribes an effect that allows you to make a dex saving throw, to yes. take only half damage, you instead take... It's mm-hmm. not
0: going to be a damaging effect in that sense, I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. Looks like you're avoiding being eaten. This is, could go pear-shaped very, very quickly. It has. Yes. You make it. Okay, it doesn't eat you, yeah. Parker. Yet. Yet. Mm-hmm. That is it for everybody, and we move on Oh, right, to... sorry.
5: So, yeah, also my relentless endurance kicks in. So that means yes. you're on one hit point. So I'm on one hit point. Oh,
4: God, and you're in the wiggly tendrils. Oh. Oh, we're in the wiggly
0: tendrils. How are we going to fight this thing? It is sessions on 17. But I guess the tendrils damage me. The tendrils do damage you. So we've... Uh, you take...
6: That's two death saving throws. Yep. And then Fuck. I have to make a death saving throw. Yeah. Mmm. This could be a very short thing. Got your aught dice still. I've got my aught dice and my luck roll. Mm-hmm. Shit. But I, it doesn't really matter, does it? No. No. It's going to make no in the long run no difference, but I'll roll them anyhow. It's so all gone very quiet. Five, so I have mm-hmm. to roll my luck dice to roll it again. Yeah, an eighteen. Which you make, so I make a success. Okay. Yeah, but unless
0: something amazing happens, yep, we're going to be in terrible trouble, Uncle Buggy.
4: Right, I'm going to move up to Sessions. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drag him out. Yes,
0: is uh, Sandra? You take one um, second. You take four points of slashing damage doing so. Doing
6: that,
4: is Sandra also in the same boat? Yeah, Sandra
6: is in is unconscious. In yeah, but you're going to yes. be in the same boat. You'll fail two death saving throws and then have to roll a success. Yeah, And this Buggy um, can also pull you out.
0: Well, you've moved and you've dragged Sessions. I think that's Five, probably 10,
4: fifteen. The limit. I, know if I can probably put him a bit further out, actually. Yeah, like, it's like half move, like that. But, so uh, that, hmm?
0: yeah, yeah, that's perfectly fine. So you've dragged him out of the baleful kind of aura of these awful tendrils, Ye- but Sandra is still still within them. Uh, yeah, well, I'm gonna have
4: to do the other two next time.
0: We'll worry about that in a bit. Is there anything else that you can do, Buggy, in your turn? Oh
4: shit! There's a bloody screamy thing. <sighs> gonna use my my spirit weapon.
5: Shit! I should have just stayed with Ratman. Why did I jump down? That was so stupid.
4: There are many. I sort of move it oh, towards. Why
5: did I do that? Like, uh, it's really
4: stupid. The uh, screech thing. Or watch. Kept, the kept attacking him.
0: Watch. Uh, Sandra, you take two death saving throws. Well... Fails because you take the damage from the... I've got a to wound closure. Uh, In which case you stabilise. Um, that means that you are on... Zero hit points and stable. I don't know how to apply this, Right. I mean, which one do we apply first? You take damage at the start of your turn from the Tendrils. You stabilise whenever you are dying at the start of your turn. Mm-hmm. Which of those applies first is important, right? Because if you stabilise and then you'll take an amount of damage, which will make you start taking making death saving throws again. Have I got the rules right, everybody here? While you wear this
5: pendant, you stabilise whenever you are dying at the start of your turn. So it's the start of his turn, and
0: he stabilises. But at the start of his turn, he takes damage from the tendrils. It's a question of which you apply first. No, obviously
7: obviously, he takes two death saving throws and then stabilises. Obviously Obviously, that's what happens.
6: Is that better? But then the next round clicks in. Next turn... Okay, well we're going to...
7: You can have it whichever way you like. Better to stabilise...
6: To take the damage and then stabilise. Yes. Yes. Because so you the then you're though. back to no negative death saving throws. So you're on 0.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: Now, because of our house rule, you can act. As long
0: as you haven't failed any death saving throws and you're on naught hit points, you can crawl. That's our house rule.
3: I can crawl half my movement. Yes. In which case I will crawl 20 very foot. fast crawl. I'll just crawl 20 foot directly north. Burple on 13.
5: You've got a heel, purple, oh, yeah, no. You haven't got a range heel, so you know it's no. not worth it, you'd have to
7: but what I can you know. what I do have is synaptic static, which I can detonate there. It's the bear be...
0: claw in between Madame watch and the and the worm.
7: Basically. So in...
0: Directly between watch and the worm. So yeah. this, What's is, the this is
7: Ragnion up here, right?
0: Yeah, he's 15 foot up in the air. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to do about uh, spell effects, but let's worry it's about that. It's a 20 a foot
7: moment. sphere, so I'll detonate it 15 foot up.
0: Detonate it in the air. Yeah. And missing Parker. Missing Parker.
7: But getting. Okay. Getting uh, shouty, shouty Madam Wodge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, it, got, it, got Who's got it. that? What well, is
0: the DC of the save. Yeah, and Okara. And What's the DC of the same
7: It's career? a DC 15 intelligence. Save to intelligence. Half.
0: save. That's a great save to make something make. Uh, so, how hey, thing's it intelligence? Does. So it, does
7: it does the following is. damage. Okay. 34 points cool. of damage. Nice. First of all,
0: Wodge fails her save. Oh, well done, mate. How much was that, sorry? 30 34. 34. Yeah. Wodge is just destroyed. Oh, joy. Oh,
4: thank <laughs> God for that. That's annoying. That's annoying.
0: annoying. And then (laughs) (laughs) psychic damage just frazzles her brain. Collapses. Now Ocaral is also caught in the blast. He rolls a nine. Uh, What's the DC of the save? Fifteen.
7: Intelligence.
0: Fifteen. That's going to be a fail. So he takes thirty-four points of
7: damage, and for one minute he's rolling attack rolls and ability checks. Rolls a D six and subtracts the number. Yes,
0: understood. Yeah, I know all about that. Raknian. Rolling a an eighteen saving still takes half seventeen, and finally the big yeah. thing, the Verms.
5: Come on, get, it, get a, a one.
0: intelligence save is going to be its strongest, um, <laughs> its strongest suit. It's not a giant ball oh, of whoa. we rolled from fifteen onto a seven. It fails that yes. day. 34
7: points of damage, it's, and it's rolling at the minus d six. Attack rolls. It
0: looks not great, I have to say. Um, Mm. The combination of the green energy burst from the crystal smash Mm. and the other damage that it's taken from various things, it's, you know, it took some spirit guardians damage. It's not looking fantastic. It's looking a little bit wobbly. Anything else from (sighs) Burp?
7: No. Tempted. Uh, I'll back up a bit. You'll back up away from it a bit.
0: The crowd is emptying out now. There's really just the remnants. The royal box, the VIPs have gone. No sign of Cuff, but ouch, Splinter. No sign of Sevriana out splinter anymore. they have long gone. They've dashed back through the, the rich purple velvet curtain that sits at the back of the box, mm-hmm. leaving only Rackney and an ochreale. There are some confused bystanders and some sort of ghoulish thrill seekers still in the crowd, but it's pretty much emptied out.
5: So they were all able to get out?
0: Well, I mean in the same way that they were normally able to get
7: out.
5: Well, I mean so nobody had like you know, I mean it's I was guessing sort of that but... in like
7: in, in probably in about I'd say 15 seconds. seconds, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's just scarpered. But I was Everybody's just very efficient. I mean, we can yeah, it, can you imagine, it? like, the Spurs no, it, Stadium emptying out in yeah. 15 yeah. seconds. It's
5: just we've been assuming up to now that the, one of the ideas was going to be for this worm to basically infest all these people. Yeah. They all seem to have well, been mean, able to get uh, away very been,
0: quickly. I may have over accelerated their departure but the point is that people are fleeing for the exits no but i mean and i
5: would have assumed if the plan was to do that then one then there would have been like the exits would have been boarded up or something do you know oh, what i mean? see we there's would nothing have had like a, that has happened people stuck in and mm-hmm. clamouring at the doors all that kind of thing but anyway right well, parker if it is a
0: real parker on 12 you are in but now trouble.
5: would really be the time for it to not be the real park <laughs> <Yeah>, we're <laughs> in trouble parker, right we're in yeah we're in you were on one hit point. Yeah. Roll, well, do your so thing. So now
0: you're plunged onto naught hit points yeah. and you're able to get Yeah,
5: precisely. It doesn't matter what, it. what you roll, that's all that I'm doing. Yeah.
0: That's the start of your round. Yeah. Again, we have to think about the sequence. At the very start of your round, you take a point of damage. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't matter how much damage you take. You're, well, I you're, whatever you're dropped these the centrals do, yes. Yeah. Now, it's at the start of your round that you make your death saving throws if you're on naught hit points, right? But you weren't on naught hit points at the start of your round. You took the damage at the start of your round. So you don't make death saving throws until next turn. Yes. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah.
5: Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. I didn't realize that an was a, o- in question, but And yeah.
0: on we go. It's the bad guys. First of all, Ragnion screeches in fury, pointing at Parker.
5: Kill him. Eat him. Obey the will of your master
0: as he shouts at uh, the worm does he take damage the tendrils are not like a sphere right they're like a they're like a, a kind of carpet so he's okay. standing on the parapet Fuck, he backs away have stood from, up there. Oh, he backs away from the edge of the parapet you presume he's dropped back into the main kind of area out bugs out you see him just drop off the parapet and head off you don't know where he's gone probably you presume he's run out of the royal box and back into the bowels of the arena somewhere. The creature goes for you, Parker. Yep. Oh, well. It's basically going to eat you. It was was good while it lasted. You're unconscious. Well, you're not unconscious, actually, because of our house rule.
5: Oh, do I get the ability to crawl? Could I have had a move?
0: I suppose you could have had a move. You would have had an attack of opportunity against you, but, I mean, hey... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> at advantage. But the attack of opportunity at advantage against you is better than an automatic hit and swallowing you when you're unconscious. Oh, well, yeah.
5: And you're saying I can crawl at half speed. Yes. Well, that's still 35 foot. I guess it's worth it.
0: I think it's fair enough to rewind since the house rule is not... I mean, big. it's
5: not really yeah. going to... I don't know. Is it really going to...
0: But it's up to you. It's your chance. I'm, I'm yeah, allowing yeah, yeah, you
5: I'm, to... I'm just trying to think of, you know, I mean, am I delaying the inevitable or...
7: Well, then. Just dimension door, delay away. You what? Yeah, or fly, fly, teleport away. What me? Yeah, to safety. Yeah.
5: Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. or go ethereal. Yeah, yeah, just, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah go yeah. go ethereal. Yeah. Do, I mean, you know, just right. time stop, coup de grace on the worm and kill it in one one. Pot. Well, that's
6: well, what we're expecting. Unless you go gaseous.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. We'll jump into a it's amazing. Rocket. You know the options. that oh, endless. Wait
4: leave? a minute, because
5: the attack of opportunity. I do have the ability oh, don't to like use my, my bonus, bonus action and do a dis- uh, disengage you can't take actions you can just uh, crawl hold on a minute where's the thing with the... okay uh, what's it
0: i think you're allowed to crawl and freely interact i think is the rule you're prone as long as you don't fail a death saving throw you're conscious and you're able to crawl and you're able to freely interact but you can't take actions so that attacks.
5: includes bonus actions
0: yeah you can't take actions exactly What about bluffing that you're dead already? I don't know that that really gets him anywhere because he'll be swallowed again. Radius of the they won't be swallowed whole.
5: No, but the thing is, what I'm thinking is, I mean, if I crawl away and you're saying it gets an attack of opportunity on me, and then it has to basically move one square and gets another attack on me. So actually crawling away depends
0: on how far you can
5: crawl. Well, as I said, I can crawl thirty foot, but that gets me just out of the range of the tendrils, and then it just moves forward and then. So, in actual fact, if yeah. I do that, it gets two attacks on me. That's why right. I'm thinking about can you,
4: it. Can you crawl down the uh,
5: fall down the hole? It's yeah. too far Where away. Where is the hole?
0: It's in the centre. Yeah, but... It's well past it. It's more than 30 feet away. You would have to go round it.
5: 25. Yeah, but I, well, yeah, but you see, I can move. I can get to there. Isn't that...
0: That's nowhere near the hole. It's not amazing uh,
3: radio. No,
5: it's not there. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's gargantuan. Hold on. It's two here. sizes big. Aren't... aren't you able, aren't I able to crawl through it two, two sizes, sizes larger than you? Than I music.
6: think that's like a hobbit. It's have, a hobbit it? thing, I think.
5: Only a hobbit-y thing.
6: Yes. Mm-hmm. I think
0: it's a specific racial characteristic of halflings. I'm up for whatever you can think of. I'll rewind it briefly. Say, I'm, just trying trying to, to, yeah. I'm
5: just trying to think through all of the things that I have.
0: Um, I mean, it's a basically about to eat. Yeah. You're not going to get... I'm not going to have to roll to attack. You're unconscious. You're just on the ground. So
5: unless I can do something along the lines of if I could have crawled through it and fell down the hole, Mm -hmm. or I can get to somewhere... Is there an exit there? Well, there's
0: a parapet, the junction between the royal box and the wall that protects the spectators. It's the same height. It's 15 feet high.
5: So the only entrance is on the opposite
0: side, right? That's right. There's an entrance on the opposite side. Like, it obviously must be something that they use to bring out whatever. But there's
5: no entrance... And then there's the elevator. There's no entrance where the the, uh, DS is. No. no. And if I was to crawl into the corner, does that stop the creature <laughs> being able to get I mean, get the fourth probably
0: mm-hmm. not. I
3: think that's probably quite a faint hope. You know the film The Martian? No magical items. You know, he's he ends up on Mars. Yeah, you could go live on Mars. Well, so you no, know, the idea is you. that he ends up on Mars and he's got such a slim Mars. chance of survival. Such a minuscule chance of survival. But yet he mm. does it and by some miracle he makes his <laughs> way back to Earth. But this
0: is nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. Okay. How much reach does it have? Well, you're not certain, but it seems to have comfortably, certainly 10 feet, maybe more. It's gargantuan. when it's going to have some. It's got 25
5: which... foot reach if it's. You're not certain. 15 no, foot reach.
0: Certainly 10 feet, maybe more. Yeah, you want
6: to, to crawl as far south as you can go. Yeah. It probably can't.
5: This attack of opportunity is still going to be an immediate. Hit. Perhaps you could That's get so it, it to eat. roll
0: to hit, doesn't it? Yeah, it has to roll to hit if you're crawling. It's at advantage. Yeah. So I mean, it's Perhaps not. Perhaps you could get it to eat. It's a very probable it will hit you, but it's not certain. Whereas if you just stay there, it's absolutely certain it will eat. You. Perhaps yeah. you could get it to eat the orrery instead. Well, I mean, if it eats
6: Parker, it will eat everything with Parker, yeah. including Why the aurory. Hold the orrery out and go. Look shiny.
5: Well, I've got nothing to lose, so I will crawl thirty-five foot due south, right out of the tendrils. Yeah. Have your attack of opportunity at advantage. It gets an attack of opportunity at advantage. Can you not the move one square
6: further south?
5: No, that was 35. It misses with the first attack. <laughs> he only gets one attack as attack of opportunity. No,
4: but it's an Yeah, advantage. but it attacks
0: at advantage. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the oh, second oh. roll rolls a 50, so it does get you. Yeah. Now, you must make your saving throw at disadvantage. Your dexterity saving throw. <sighs> it's just... DC okay. 19. I mean, this is—I can't see how you could possibly make this. Have you got an I'm just thinking dice? whether or not it's actually—if it p- puts you onto naught hit points with the damage, mm. you are already on naught. Yeah. That's Therefore, too... that's two death saving throws. Oh, okay. You're no longer conscious. I don't think yeah. you do get a save. No. I'm afraid. I think you just eat.
5: Yeah, it's eaten me.
0: Parker disappears into the
6: belly of this thing. <sighs> So the next
5: failure Cats, is okay. bye bye, curtains Parker. for Parker.
0: That is it for me. Sessions on 17.
6: Oh, I have make a death save.
3: Yeah.
0: And you make it. So you've got two saves, two fails. Correct. Uncle Buggy on 14. Okay, does the worm look bloodied at all? Yes, yeah, yeah, the looks worm looks quite damaged. significant. Yeah, pretty significantly damaged. Do not. Yes. I mean, you think it's it. got you think it's got an awful lot of hit points, but you think it's taken an awful lot of damage as a result of the synaptic static and the green bomb and spirit guardians and whatever else you've done.
4: Right. So the options are: I can stabilize sessions. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I can go and attack the worm, probably not killing it mm-hmm. in time to save Parker. I can jump up onto the podium and start attacking Rachnian, and he seems to be controlling the worm.
3: And you could. Uh, you, do you do healing?
4: I do do healing, but not very well.
3: No, but if you if you give Alessandra one hit point, she can stand up. And if you do attack the worm, she can then attack the worm and do sneak attack.
5: Yeah, but you can't do both of those things. No, so. I know, one but
3: well, I could do a
4: heal on sessions rather than stabilizing. I suppose do a heal on sessions. I mean, you're, I mean, you're up not up dying, are you, Deo, Alessandra? I mean, Alessandra, you're not dying, are you?
3: No, no, no! I'm talking about all I need is one hit point for when you go and attack the Willem to a- apply sneak damage at five d six.
5: What happens if Burple attacks it? Does that also give you sneak attack?
3: I just need a, a I just need an ally within, next to it, standing next to it. That's oh, okay. Mm. Uh, what's Burple doing? I mean,
7: oh, we're doing that again, are we? <laughs> I thirty four points of damage on it last round. I killed the other yeah. one. That enough for you? Yeah. No. No, no, I'm just asking what what your plans are
4: next
6: round.
7: Uh, I'm trying to work that out. So I'm trying to see if I've got... Some kind of extra action, so I can get to Parker. If I had a, if I had a bonus action, Parker's in the worm. Parker's in the worm. Parker's right. in the worm. Yeah. Uh, Parker's Parker's Park I don't want to do that. that. Yeah, Sessions. Yeah,
4: yeah, have you got yeah, yeah, luck, r- luck rolls and things like that?
6: I have a luck re roll, and you can use it on your death save. Can yeah. you? Saving throw. You can. And I have my orc dice. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I don't go till after it. So in a way, much so I'd like to be healed, it's perhaps in terms of. I mean, it's going to move, isn't it? Now that it's eaten Parker, it can be directed to eat the rest of us.
4: Unless I attack Rachnion and kill him. Maybe, yeah. Do you think that's going to stop it?
6: No, I don't know.
5: No.
4: But But we will probably have to get
5: afterwards. Yeah, but it's directing it, but it's like... It it didn't have a problem with attacking us even before Rachnion said, do anything.
4: No, I don't think he did. He was about to attack... Chank thank him, and then he ordered it to attack you. So it's it's uh, totally under Raknian's control. If no, you
5: attacked us before,
4: I don't think it did. Oh, and the other about. thing is, it might start attacking the audience. It doesn't know us from anybody else, unless it gets unless it's ordered to.
5: Yeah, but it's going to attack the nearest thing to it, right? I think.
7: How are you doing for hit points I- and stuff, Buggy?
4: I got uh, loads. So uh, my
7: is. You could stand next to it and not die.
4: I don't know what the swallow thing does. Is it like a purple worm? You just go inside and you can still start attacking it inside? Or?
7: Well, I don't know. Mike hasn't
5: indicated anything to me well, about that. You're yeah. unconscious. You're unconscious. No, but I mean, Parker, so we you don't don't know. won't know until my turn. and no. At which point well, we may you will never tell know. me what, what yeah. happened. My plan
7: is to keep well, firing but, damaging spells at it.
5: I mean, I think, to be honest, okay. Johnny, I think that's the same thing. You know, there is a good chance. That if you and Burple are able to do, you know, both do 30 points of damage on it, that could possibly tip it over the edge.
4: Okay, all you know, right. We've still I'll got Ragnin
5: to worry about, but then, you know, maybe then there's a chance that, I don't know, whatever acidic things are on me, that, you know, it gives me the opportunity to, uh, or to get me out of the carcass or whatever, you know.
4: Okay, oh. Move up to it and bash it then.
5: Okay, you're running up to it.
4: It's already had its attack of opportunity on Parker, isn't it? Yeah.
0: So yeah. it doesn't have so one you on
4: me. Actually, you're
5: run, get in in of run of out, of out again.
0: Yeah, you only get an attack of opportunity when people run away from you. But yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, so you're running up to it. Bash. Okay, off you go. Oh, it bounced off so the twenty onto a two armor class eight. Is a miss. Would you like to use your Oort dice? <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh. I've got a spare special aut dice, haven't I, as well?
0: Well, the special aut yes, but that's the one that's a one-use only. Yes. So you've got your aut dice, I'll and then you've got a special I'll
4: one. I use an aut dice.
0: You use your refreshing aut dice. Twenty is a hit on the creature. Sixteen points of damage. Sixteen points of damage. Okay. Yeah.
5: And the uh, uh, spiritual weapon?
0: Uh, I bash it again. Okay. Second attack. Sixteen. Yep. Sixteen. That is a hit.
4: 18 points yeah. of damage.
0: So that is uh, 34 points of damage in total, am I right? Uh, 16, 34, yes. Yes, it looks very, very nice. Now the,
4: um, the spiritual weapon thing. <laughs> oh, yes. Plus six onto this. Oh,
7: 21. Nice one. 21 <laughs> is a hit.
0: For nine
7: points of damage. Oh,
0: nine points of damage. Let me just do the maths. Nine points of damage. It's still alive. It looks absolutely at its last whatever.
4: Right. Well, maybe other people can kill it. Well, we're hoping uh, it's pretty
0: good, Johnny. Is that it for buggy? Come on! Yeah. It's swaying. It's kind of doing that.
5: Ooh, buggy ooh. and purple to save the day. Ragni
0: is screeching. No!
5: no. What of my transformation?
0: He's turned it to fails. So we'll do that again. No! <laughs> no! What of <if> my transformation? <laughs> D on 14. Well, you're just lying there. She can crawl. Anything
3: she okay. can do is crawl, and she'll just crawl away because she's unable to attack anything. Burple on 13.
7: How death door does this
0: thing look? Like? Well, I mean, it's very difficult. Have you got medicine skill?
7: Uh, yes. Okay. Well, let's just see how you do with that. 18.
0: Oh, that's a very good roll. You think it's... Ooh, I mean, single digit percentage left of its level of its health. I could be more friend guide storyteller than single
7: that. Single digit, average three and a half. So it's basically. Can you do another synaptic static? No, that's a fifth level spell.
5: Uh, okay. I've got distant right.
7: whispers though, but I can do that at any level. It goes up a 6 so I'm thinking I'm trying to work out what level. Yeah. Third level is Get, five D6. You got fourth one left. Yeah. Save what? Yeah. Is it save to half or all safe or nothing? It's save to half. Uh, give it all you've got. All right, fourth level. I, I would give it everything you Fourth got. level yeah. dissonant whispers. DC 15 Wisdom save.
0: DC 15 Wisdom save. Okay, it's Wisdom save. I know it's oh. wisdom save. it rolls a 16. It. <laughs> it saves. Shit. Taking half, half taking of this. Taking half
7: of. Come on. Yeah. I think you're
0: to it? This is very a big 21. number. 21. 21 points of damage. 21. It sways in the air and dies. Single digits. Come on, it's dead. And it just slams down into the arena floor and expires with an awful sigh of necrotic gas. Yes. Well Out of yes.
2: open more.
0: rolls the slick, mucus-covered blob of Parker.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: you have effectively... <laughs> <laughs> and this annoys me. Completed book five Ooh, of the Age of Worms, the and, well. and I mean, there's some stuff we're going to have to tidy up. And even though it seems, I think, irritatingly recent, I am mandated as uh, the representative uh, of uh, all oh, yes. worlds to bathe uh, you with his benevolence tenth and level. elevate you all to 10th Level,
6: oh my God! And we will pick things up next
0: week. Oh and my that God! That's help
5: me with death saves, though, it, it does. It?
6: How? You're going to get extra hit points, aren't you? So you heal effectively. Well, I
5: mean, okay. well, you have
6: to do a
0: long rest before you get your level. Then, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, I don't know how. I don't know how benevolent all is for you. Our, we'll see. Anyway, well done. Well done. I thought, would uh, were, uh, I thought you were. Gone. I thought you were going. I thought we were going Fantastic. i am caked in.
4: The Billowing Hilltop podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Champion's Belt and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. The Champion's Belt was written by Tito Lietti. Music is from Kevin MacLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Syroscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening!